Welcome to Funding the Dream on Kickstarter. I'm Richard Bliss, the host. Thank you for listening. I certainly appreciate all of you out there. We've had a great time. You know, the show just keeps going, going and going, and I've had a great time. I appreciate everybody who's sponsored, backed it. You know, we're going to be doing our own Kickstarter project here pretty soon to, uh, to keep this show going. I have loved doing it. I've been averaging about three episodes a week over the past year and a half or so. That's, a, as everybody tells me, that's a lot. Uh, a little over 40 hours of time. And for those of you who have given me 40 hours of your life, I appreciate it. And I know you're out there and you've reached out, you've talked to me. I get to see you at shows, email, Twitter, Facebook, all those places. It has been awesome getting to know each and every one of you. So thank you very much for that. And when I get ready to do the Kickstarter project, I will be sure to let you know. And you'll be hearing me hit you up for uh, some funding to keep funding the dream going so that we can continue to do it. You know, if I was to give you uh, an idea of what we're going to do, one of the things I want to do is I'd love to see Funding the Dream turn into a five-day-a-week show. Uh, you know, kind of Mondays would be cover the industry. What's coming, what's, not ha- what's, what's ending, what's coming, and so you can kind of get that. Tuesday would be tech day. We talk about the technical aspects of creating a, a crowdfunding project. Wednesdays would be wild Wednesdays where we cover everything. Thursdays would be I'd have a guest break down their live Kickstarter project for you. And then Fridays would do the gaming side because so many of you are into the board game space. That's my dream and my goal. That's where I want to see this project go. Whether we can get there or not, we'll see. But you'll see my Kickstarter project coming up pretty soon. Seeking your help to fund my dream. Now, there you go. There is our public service announcement and our sponsor, myself this time. Today, my guest is someone who is just as surprised to be on my show as anybody. Because a few days ago, they were just like, oh, I think, well, not a few days ago, but a couple of years ago, they decided to, for a friend, in a pinch, they kind of put together a board game. And through a series of events, they now find themselves in the middle, at the end of their Kickstarter project. And as we've been talking, it's about to hit creep up on $100,000. And nobody's more shocked than he is. The game's creator is called Daryl Louder, and he is an independent game designer, independent graphic designer, independent web designer. And his game is called Compound, Better Gaming Through Chemistry. What an exciting topic. Who wouldn't give $100,000 for that? Daryl, thanks for joining me on the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Well, we've been talking, (laughs) and and we're right where you expected us to be, right? You got to Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about, so you have this game. It's currently, by the time most people are going to hear this on the broadcast, it's going to be passed. But, uh, so let's give them some background information. Uh, tell us a little bit about the game, uh, the project, and the publisher, because you actually aren't publishing it yourself. Correct. Uh, the game's, uh, as you said, it's compounded, uh, better gaming through chemistry. Um, it is a game based on chemistry, uh, and it's... Uh, you're scientists in a lab. You're in the same lab, but you're kind of competing to become the head scientist. Um, and so uh, throughout the day, you'll be uh, – it's shared turns, sorry. Uh, but throughout the day or the turns, the game structure, uh, you'll be uh, discovering elements, uh, storing elements on your lab table. On your personal tableau. So, hang and, on. B- before we go any further, let's just make sure everybody understands that when we say uh, that you are a lab and that you are an elements, we're not talking about fantasy and we're not talking about mad scientists. We're not talking – no. Let's be clear what we're talking about here. Yeah, yeah. No, no. We're clearly talking we're, about real-world real elements. We're talking about – 
chemistry class in high school stuff. Correct. And th- Correct. And you're sure that's an exciting topic. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it, it very much is. I'm very much a man of science uh, myself, and it's it it okay. is it, the, the whole thing is is. I say uh, that I, I say, say that, that tongue in cheek because yeah. it's obvious that that is an exciting topic, no matter <laughs> what you, either you or I say. It's it's a weird thing that you kind of have to tiptoe around, though, because I don't want to say compounded is an educational game because to most people in the gaming community, myself included, when I hear educational game, I think dry, repetitive, you know, hit me over the head until it's over, kind of thing. Trivia and, questions asking me about you know math stuff. No fun. Correct. Yeah. Correct. And with Compounded, it was it, – it's a game – it's a game first with a very educational theme. So the theme is what happens to be educational about it. But if you have a PhD in chemistry, you have no advantage over anybody coming in off the street. Oh, so, good. Okay. So we don't have to be PhDs in chemistry. Just to let everybody know who's listening, uh, the project currently has – it's down to its last uh, – less than three days. It has more than 1,800 backers, which puts it at a stratosphere level for any game. And it's sitting currently at $90,000 with uh, 56 hours to go. So it obviously has struck a chord. Now, give us a quick little background about where the game came from. Uh, the game was birthed in four days. Uh, that is from idea to first prototype build. Um, and that was built for uh, my friend John Moeller runs an organization uh, called Unpub. He's, he's, he's been had, on the show. He was just recently yep. on the show. Yep. Um, so his very first Unpub was back in 2010. And I, being the great friend that I am, <laughs> wasn't sure he was going to have enough designers. So I said, hey, you know what? I'll make a game. I've never made a game before in my life. Um, and he was like, okay, sure. Thanks for the confidence, Daryl. So at any rate, uh, I, Compounder was originally going to be you know, an alchemy uh, where you're doing fantasy elements. But my wife, who's a teacher, said, you, know, you should do this. Chemistry lets you use real elements. And I thought that was brilliant. So I took it and ran with it. Um, so that was uh, January 2010. It hit uh, unpub tables. And at that point, it was just four by six cards uh, with the compounds on them. And the play style was mostly different, except there was still the chip pulling mechanic, which was recycled Agricola bits that I had a little color code key for. Um, and it was a lot more cutthroat then. Uh, but people still liked it, especially, you know, a lot of people were especially saying, hey, for your first game, this is this is pretty decent. So at that point, I was kind of encouraged to keep doing it. So I kept working on it, working on it. And then the fall of that year, uh, John was going down to uh, Chris and Sherilyn's house. And, the, uh, and just for our listeners, that's uh, Dice Hate Me, uh, the folks yeah. who have done uh, Great Heartland Hauling, Carnival, uh, a few others. They've been on the show several times. Yeah. And so he was going down to film, help TC film Viva Java, the Kickstarter video of Viva and Java. And Viva Java. Sorry, I forgot yeah. that one. That's, that's okay. Um, and so he asked, hey, do you mind if I take Compounded down? Because TC liked the game. John liked the game. And I was like, you know what? Sure, for blind playtesting, I'd like to get Chris and Sherilyn's feedback. Zero aspirations whatsoever of the sure. game ever being picked up. Um, and so the only feedback I got was a cryptic text from John saying they liked it better than Fireball Island. And I replied back four question marks, and he replied back, "I'll tell you later." <laughs> so at that point, I thought they hated it, and then like Fireball Island was like some like meager compliment. 
You know, like I liked it better than guess who? <laughs> like I didn't know. Sure, sure. So of course I BGG Fireball Island. Look up the game. I'm like, Are you, what? This game's like old. That's like a 1980s thing. What is this? <laughs> and but anyway, so he comes back and they had feedback and changes. So I did all that, and you know that was it. That's as it was. And then Unpub Two rolls around. So now we're at January 2011, and Chris and Sherilyn came up from Pub Two, and I opened my door uh, to them to stay at my place. And it's the first time I met them in person. Other than that, I've just talked to them on Twitter a lot. Um, and within 20 minutes of them coming in the door, they flat out were like, we want Compounded. Like, and we're going to keep an eye on it. Right. We want to watch it. Not we want Compounded because we want to buy it and own it as a game. Just to be clear, right. they wanted Compounded because they wanted to own it and buy it as a, as a new game in the stable of Dice Hate Me Games. Correct. As a publisher. Correct. So you didn't even so, pitch it to him? No. no. There was no formal pitching note to anybody. I didn't pitch to anybody. Because I, 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 I didn't – that was like the furthest thing in my mind was this game being published. I just wanted a good game that I liked playing to be on the table that I made for you know, my friends when we got together. You know, over beers or something. It's like, hey, let's play Compounded again. Um, and so, yeah. And then so that was kind of like the keep it under your hat. We're going to watch it. We're going to continue its growth. And if we're happy, we'll make everything official. And then in May, they made it official and then officially announced it at Origins. So, yeah, that's the lifespan <laughs> of Compounded, and I'm still kind of reeling from it all. So, so. if I ask you, um, what's the secret, right? You've got 1,800 backers, $90,000. <laughs> you still got a couple of days to go. You know, people are talking. Uh, uh, they're uh, saying this is probably going to you know, cross the $100,000 mark, 110, $115,000. Do you have any? Is it just like lightning just struck and you're just standing there kind of a little – Dumbstruck. I have to say, yeah, it's somehow lightning has struck. Somehow I pulled the lucky lotto number, something. I don't know. I honestly, if anything, I have to attribute a lot of this to Leslie, my wife, and her idea of doing the chemistry theme. Well, we've had so many chemists, uh, chemical engineers, and teachers like back this or compliment or help us. We have uh, two or three chemists that are like ensuring all the compounds I build and all the artwork. That it's right, that it's accurate, because I want this game thematically to be as accurate as possible. How cool is that? So this is uh, you can put a little seal of approval. Approved, you know, nine out of ten chemists approve this game, and that's the tenth one idea. was yeah, wasn't there. Uh, well, that's kind of cool that the fact that your wife said this is a theme I think that will work. You ran with it, and now other people who are enjoying that theme, you're getting a lot of this buzz around that, right? Yeah. Because 1,800 backers, that's a lot of backers. That's <laughs> a lot of backers. That's a lot of backers. And if I look at your, you know, obviously we, for any time we want to check and validate content as far as the project, we always go to KickTracker. Mm-hmm. And uh, if we go out to KickTrack, uh, we see that from a backer standpoint, you picked up 261 backers basically on day one. And you told me a story about when the project went live, you decided to kind of put yourself out there a little bit. How, what was that story? Because Chris launched the story at midnight. Excuse me. He launched the project. Oh. Dice Hate Me launched the project at midnight. Yeah. He launched the project at midnight on the eve of Unpub 3. And it was kind of an anniversary thing. He planned it that way because Compounded was built for Unpub. And so Compounded truly is like one of the first products of Unpub where built for Unpub, worked at Unpub, managed at Unpub. I took it to every single Unpub mini event I could to get playtesting and feedback. And so – on Pub 3, he was like, "This is we're going to launch it for this. So on the eve of that, 
you know, TC was staying at my place and it was a late night. And, but so it launches at midnight and I told TC, well, I'm not going to go to bed till it's at a thousand dollars. And, uh, and it was either him or John. One of them said, well, you might be up for a little while. And turns out I wasn't up for long, you know, that long at all. And, uh, because but, you, cause when you walked into Umpub, the next day was the first day of Umpub 3. The next morning, we walked into Umpub at uh, 9 a.m., and Chris leans over and goes, you're backed. It's funded. And, and I'm like, And you're yeah. like, what happened? Yep. What yeah, happened? so that was, that was amazing because it, it's weird because there's this stress. I've never had a Kickstarter program, but I understand where people have this stress where it's, is it going to fund? Is it going to yeah. fund? Is it going to fund? And I didn't have that anymore. Now all of a sudden it became, well, how many backers am I going to get? You know, and I'm still addicted to Kickstarter. I have no idea what I'm going to do after Sunday, but uh, like right. it's just I've been watching the backing number, watching comments and BGG, and and it's just and, uh, at the same time like finalizing design of the game because the game the game is so close to being ready for printer. So it's what's nice is as soon as they get back from uh, Chinese New Year, boom! Hey, here's a game for you. Oh, that'll so, be that'll be cool. Yeah, that'll be cool. It's been it's been cool to see the success of this and uh, see how this has been uh, something from a small independent uh, publisher like uh, the folks over at Dice Hate Me. I've had them on the show many times. I've always believed in what they're doing and has been exciting. They've inspired me since almost the very beginning, and I, it's just nice to see success for good, happy people. And this has just been a project that's just it's just. It did kind of come out of nowhere, but this unpub thing that John has put together, which I totally believe in, uh, that allows unpublished developers who just want to see it. And now Kickstarter has created this whole new economy of game publishers, game developers, game designers. All of this is because of this energy of Kickstarter has really made it possible. It's been pretty exciting, and especially to watch something kind of fun like this that it just kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, I, I, I guess I'm still waiting to wake up or to have – like. An epic trolling. Everyone's like, "Oh, fooled you! We're pulling out." Yes. Yeah, it's just it's 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 very cool. It's very cool. So and that can happen uh, where you have that feeling. It doesn't usually happen where it actually happens, but it happens where you have that feeling where you're just waiting for them to tell you, "Oh, sorry." I know. Yeah. I know when I did my, a couple of my projects last year that uh, when I crossed the funding level, I wa- I really expected because a lot of friends supported me. They backed me. Uh, this podcast. A few of the other things, and I was waiting for them to say, "Oh, he doesn't need the money anymore. We'll just take it back." Now, is that for uh, funding the dream, or is that for Albino Dragon? Uh, it was for funding the dream. The Albino Dragon, and I guess I, I, I haven't really said anything about that because uh, Albino Dragon was a game publishing company I started last year to mm-hmm. kind of help, and we did uh, Ace of Spies, and so we brought that out. But I parted ways with the founder Eric Dahlman at Gen Con, and so I haven't been involved with uh, Albino Dragon for. I guess quite a few months, and I, I'm, I'm realizing now that a lot of people might not know that. I don't. Know, I didn't you? know that. Yeah, so I haven't been doing that. Ace of Spies is coming out, though, for those people who backed it. I was involved with that back then, but uh, you know, kind of separated. You know, sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. And so it's uh, in your case. That's why it's been great. That's why it was kind of interesting, because I know that feeling on the side of the publisher. Uh, our first game, Ace of Spies, uh, were our only game. It was with uh, Michael Fox, who who didn't pitch me the game, but when I was at Spiel and sat down and got to meet him face-to-face, he was there pitching it to other publishers, and I really felt his passion and his love for this project. And I thought, man, if I ever get an opportunity to help him out, I really want to. And I think that's what our whole industry is, is uh, 
fed by is that same feeling. Because I know that when I get backers on my podcast, people reach out to me. You know, what's, what Chris and Sherilyn did for you, yeah. what, what, what you've given back to like John and what you've done for him, it just it keeps going round and round. And so it's very exciting to see that. So when, Albino, when we created Albino Dragon last year, I want, really wanted uh, Ace of Spies to be our first game for uh, Mike, Michael. Uh, it didn't happen, so we dissolved it. Eric decided to keep it going, so he recreated the, uh, the publishing house. But I don't, I don't have anything to do with it at this point. So. But I'm realizing this causing a little bit of confusion, so I, I appreciate you asking. Yeah. yeah. So, so in your case, you're a graphic designer, web designer, now game designer. In this last minute or two, are, are, you, gonna, are you bitten by the bug? Is, are we going to see another game? Or... Uh. Are you like that one-hit wonder uh, bandstand from the 80s that says, oh, we had one hit, now we can never come up with another one? Uh, Do you feel that kind of pressure suddenly to what's your next game going to be like? I I didn't feel the pressure till now, thank you. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, actually, uh, I I wanted to focus my time on Compounded, so I did not work on any other ideas. Um, And... A couple months ago, I had TC down. TC comes down every now and then to hang out. And TC and is that just for people to know? TC is the creator of the in this context of this conversation, Viva Java, another correct. Dice Hate Me project. Correct. Um, yeah, TC Petty the Third. I met him at Unpub One, and we became good friends. So we hang out. You know, about once a month, he comes down and stays for the weekend. But anywho, uh, we were playing a game. Uh, it was a prototype of uh, of some game, and I honestly don't remember, unfortunately, but. Uh, uh, it, it was pirates, but there was a lot of numbers and things. It was borderline RPG, but not an RPG at all. Okay. And there were so many numbers you had to keep track of with this prototype that it was still obviously very rough. And But the joke was, I feel like I'm a pirate accountant. And that became an ongoing <laughs> joke between TC and I about, oh, we should make a game about pirate accountants. Oh, like yeah. An accountant sailing the seven seas, and but you have to keep your receipts for all your plundering and you know <laughs> this whole thing. And eventually we kept talking about it where it's like, no, this could really be a game. Sure. So now we're working on a game called Pirates of the Carbon Copy. And you are uh, pirates uh, trying to drop off your booty at at your little pirate fortress at the end. So it's kind of a race. Um, but at the same time, you have to uh, hit up islands to plunder goods and then bury goods to get victory points. And the goods that you do carry, you have to have receipts for because the Royal Navy's about. And if they hit you, they will audit you. And there's also audit lines along the map. <laughs> and like I said, it's a race because the game is constantly counting down a timeline. And the time the timeline zero date is tax day. And if you're not at your pirate fortress on or before tax day, you suffer severe penalties. <laughs> well, that sounds so. like a fun so. You and TC are kind of uh, collaborating on this. Kind of, yes, kind of, very much so. Yep. All right. So that's that's and that's always a good way to go. Is that because he's a he's got a pretty good track record of uh, yeah. knowing how to put out a game. And you now have now they say one data point doesn't make a, a trend, but yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, you got a little bit of success behind yours. Um, and in, with an obscure, would you consider? And we're out of time, but let me just ask you this last question: Would you consider Compound an abstract game? Because I don't get the sense that it's an abstract game. It's pretty literal. I mean, it is. Yeah, no, it's literal. I mean, it's not really abstract. Um, no, it's it's pretty literal. Because yeah, I, yeah. All right. Well, we're certainly uh, excited for you and what's been happening. Thank you so much for taking a few minutes to be on the show with us. Hey, thanks for having me. It's been fun. 
You have been listening to Funding the Dream on Kickstarter. I'm Richard Bliss. The host and my guest has been Daryl Louder. He is the creator of hot new game that's been on Kickstarter called Compound. It's a chemistry game that has uh, got nearly 2,000 backers and uh, nearly $100,000 worth of funding. We've been a very fun time watching this, and Daryl's had a great time being on the show with us, and so we appreciate that. Hopefully you've heard something inspiring. You know that that's always why I have the people on the show, and I think uh, Daryl's story is certainly inspiring for a lot of you um, budding game designers that lightning can strike, and uh, you might just be the lucky one to be recipient of that. Thank you for listening. Hopefully you've heard something to inspire you to go out and now pursue your own dream so that we can help you fund your dream. Take care.